Cool. You there? Clive, are you there? You there? Are you there? There we go, there we go, there we go. Uh, you're there, I'm there, all right. All right, we're both fucking here. <laughs> How you doing, man? You ready to do this? Yes, I'm excited, but a little scared because I've just, my, my guts are a little uh, entangled. You know, it's like, you get a little nervous. Like It's, it's like anybody else would, like, Man, it's fucking cool. It's, this ain't like you ain't doing some 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 twenty twenty documentary on you ain't gator. You ain't kill nobody. We just yeah, we didn't kill anyone. Yeah, I mean, you could be worse, and you could be sitting in prison. They could be selling your board up at Walmart. That's bad, dude. That's bad. <laughs> oh man! All right, that's the way to start the show. All right, now we're ready. Now we're ready. Like you gotta be ready. Ahead. Hey, you gotta be ready. You know why? Because I just I just locked Michelle in the room. Like Jim Gray locked us in that room. She got a broke arm, so she can't come out here. What? Oh, the late. Oh, yeah. You're in a room. All right. Yeah. You can yeah. hear me fine enough to record this. I I'm a caretaker. I know. A, that's my new profession, baby. That's, that's that's my shit right now. Yeah, that's you're the man, dude. That's so sweet, dude. Everyone needs like. I'm gonna need a couple. I mean, dude. You might, I might need to borrow you in a couple months, dude. I mean, who knows? Hey, my rate's going up after this, man. I, I'm already doing out-of-state caretakers, so my rates are like triple. It's like being a chef. I mean, you start making money until you leave state, so like, I'm already like, I'm already like traveling and and a caretaker. You're up in Massachusetts as well, so it's like, yo, the numbers are high, dude. You're getting union rates. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm saying. I'm up here. I'm up here. I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm eating white people snacks. Doing white people activities. This shit is great. What playing golf? No, like like hiking with TVOs and shit. All that shit. Oh man, that's every. That's everyone. Man. That's this shit is great. No, no, this shit is. This ain't like Florida. You know what I mean? Like Florida's dope. Don't get me wrong. Florida's like. I like to call Florida like a redneck Riviera. But well, that's where you're from. Like, so, this is yeah. a whole new like. This is like some kind of like, remember that movie Popeye when we were kids? That's what it reminds me of up here. Wow. Yeah, it does. It's dope, yo. It's like dope. Like, it's like all these little towns where like people come in on a boat. You know what I mean? It's dope. I like it. And a little drawbridge everywhere. I got a drawbridge where I live. I got some really good friends up there, man. The place is actually, you know, like, uh, it's a special, special place, especially certain seasons when the weather's not definitely too hot or too cold yeah it's perfect up here right now like we were walking through the uh we went to the beach walked through the water and it was dope you know it's, it's it's different for me so you know who hit me up up here remember jerry fowler yeah jerry, jerry fowler hit me up he lives out there he skated his ramp oh shit was i supposed to tell y'all about that <laughs> yeah. jerry fowler the the kid that rode for television Dude, remember Jerry Fowler? Yeah, Jerry Fowler was dope, yo. He was real dope. Remember everyone was like, and like everyone, everyone thought him and Ethan were brothers. That shit was funny as hell. That was oh. great. That, that was like how they mix up black people. I love that shit. They used to just, hey. they were like, when they got the same last name, the brothers. <laughs> Check this one out. A rest in peace, which is a native from where he grew up, Brian Childers. It's me and Brian Childers lived in Santa Cruz, and it's Childers and Children. And Vans thought we both skated for Vans at the time. And they're like, yeah, how's your brother doing? And it's like, dude, <laughs> we just kind of let, let 
go. We just kind of let it go and let's mess with them. Like, you're like, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely amazing, man. So, um, what do you want? What you want to talk about, man? I know you just been um, you've been back in, been back in Wilmington. You got a regular job, and you nothing wrong with that. You're a regular civilian now, just civilian skating. And uh, what yeah. else you been up to, man? I was just trying to figure it out. You know, I just got off work right now. Um, having a fire. Uh, my boss, Walt Cartier, uh, just saw me in a scrambled egg situation and offered me a job with. No tool belt. I still don't have a tool belt. And I work with, like, a lot of rad dudes, which, which is, like, his son, Will, my homie, Garula, uh, my buddy, Roberge. They got and some cool-ass names. Yeah. And then my buddy, Acid Cat. Which is like he's a sick. He like rolls in on forty foot waves. He's he's sick, dude. He's like, it's all skater surfer dudes, and uh, I'm kind of the janitor handyman. Like they they know real work. They pull the real numbers. Rob Brown, sorry, dude. I dude, I had a, I had a, I had a Larry Cicilino moment there, but uh, it's just comedy, dude. It's Comedy Central. I get to work with these guys, and like, dude, I don't have a tool belt, like. But I do my job. You know, if somebody needs something across the field, dude, I'm like, I walk like 10 miles a day doing this. So, you know what I mean? Like, I'm getting my exercise. And it's just a, it's Comedy Central, and we're doing really cool stuff, you know? And I'm very thankful for them, you know? I don't know. I don't know if this is like my uh, next profession, but at the time, that will, that will uh, work, work itself through, you know? Like, um, I mean, it's, good to have, it's good to have a little bit of structure. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, like nothing wrong with that. You know, like, I, man, I'll I tell you this. It's crazy. Nobody really knows this. When uh, I was, you know, when I kind of walked away from skateboarding the first time in like 2006, 2007, I went back to Florida and was like, yeah, you know, I go back there. And I thought I could, I thought I could just, like, adjust in society. That shit did not work. First off, I tried to write. I tried to write a resume, and looking back, that shit was garbage. It Good took me. Luck. It took me like a month to get a job at a fucking Army Navy store. I mean, these old like these old shout out dudes. They were cool. First off, selling knives, and I moved. I moved up, quote unquote, to like tactical boots and shit. And then I started driving a cab, dude. I drove a cab for like two years. Dude. Yeah. I drove a fucking. I, drove, I used to drive people around in a cab. I did. But I used to get so drunk and like it was insane. And then that's oh, what I did. As a matter of fact, I didn't, as a matter of fact, dude, I'll tell you this. I didn't even have an, a driver's license. You sick, dude. They beat the system, cause that's what's yeah. up. Yeah. So I did. I did that for like two years. I was just at the beach and like. You know, because I didn't know how to, like, adjust, and that's the only thing I could do. So, like, I had to get in where I fit in, you know, sort of like what you're doing. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, a lot of cats, like, it's like there's just there's certain things. Like, if people came skating with you, it would it would be hard for them to adjust and fit in, but you would make them feel comfortable. You know, at least they make you feel comfortable enough there. You know, like, your importance is as much as you put on it. You know, they gave you the job for a fucking reason. You know what I'm saying? And that's. Yeah. That's good. A lot of people don't got a job. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 
Like like you, like you, man. You're a creative guy. You know, you got a lot to give. You're a creative guy. You're a funny dude. You're a good person to be around. And that kind of that kind of shit. That's more valuable than money. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just you. You just have to know that shit. Basically, that's why I have a job. I think I, they just keep me around for Comedy Central, dude. They're like this dude will say anything that he thinks, and it will talk to the homeowner like how he thinks, and they are like, dude, you just said that. You just asked the co- homeowner for a cup of coffee. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm busting, dude. Like, yo, you want? Uh, yeah, can I get a cup of coffee? I'm tired. You know. Yeah. But, you know. Um. You know. I still. You know. Like the thing is with skateboarding, dude. It's it's more of a thing where you turn into an inspiring artist, and you get people that believe in you, and you you constantly want to inspire people to think differently. And, you know, that's really taken a hold of my whole life, you know what I mean? I thought about it. It's like it's like you want to inspire people, and you get so into it, dude, because you're like, yeah, that's my way to be Bukowski or, like, or the Rolling Stones or some great band. You're like, dude, I can just make these people happy, like, and inspire them to think of the world in a different uh, way, you know? So it's like... You know, that's like, and I still have dreams of putting out another video part, and I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Like, if if, if Larry Shredolino shows up and is like, hey, <laughs> like let's go, dude. Let's, let's, like, <laughs> so look, you know, some 16-year-old kid shows up with his dad. He said his dad was like the be for trailer park boys walking around the pool, you know what I mean? You just try to cop a couple of tricks as he was doing, like, hip-hop inverts over the corner. You know what I mean? You're like, damn, dude, I just came here to chill out. That's what, honestly, Chet, that's why I just skate by myself a lot, man, you know, because it's not like yeah. when we were kids. You know, when we were kids, it was like the old dudes wanted you to challenge them, and you had to gain their respect. Now it's like the new dudes think, like, they have some imaginary contest with you, and you're like, we ain't like a lot of the older, older cats, you know? Like, we, we didn't come from that era of, like, we were cool with everybody skating. You know, everybody's going to skate. Some guys are good. Some guys are going to be whatever. And there was no such thing as the kook as much as, you know, when we were skating. Everyone was, you know, I was hanging out with y'all. You know, you skated vert and mini ramping. It was cool to hang out with street skaters. It wasn't weird back then. You know, like, oh, you weren't we were Like, now you would never see. I'm sorry, go ahead. We were a tight-bound clique, dude, because we were a small ratio of skaters from the East Coast that were jiving off each other and just getting it. You know what I mean? And, like, we were stoked to see each other. We go to a contest, and it would be like, yo, dude. It was like, dude, I graduated high school. I don't want to see any of those people ever again. But I went to these contests, and I was like, that is like, that, that's my fucking, that's my graduation. You know what I mean? Like, but that was back then, you know? Like, I go to the skate park now, and there's parents with the scooters, and all I do is I skate around fast, and I look like I'm on tweak. And I try to scare the parents. Like your kids are gonna die. Like your kids are gonna die, dude. Look at this dude. You do not want your kid off the course. Like I will fucking put my hands out like ah and like, We should leave the park right now, dude. This is not a good thing for our kids to see. I scare them out of the park, dude. And that's like that's, that's they a need good to thing. be scared out. Like I've I've I like punked out people's parents sitting there in lawn chairs, like like hey, you owe, dude. I'm sorry. Like, we built this foreground that so we could have these skate parks, 
You're just a fucking number that just came in right now. Like, we did the work. I'm sorry to interrupt you. What were we saying? But we did the work so in skating so we could have this kind of stuff, and now you think you can come in and just, like, interrupt our our velocity and, like, have a piece of it? Nah, dude, it ain't like that. I'm still going to buy people for the rest of my life. I don't care how cool skateboarding gets. It's just, like, some people got to get vibed. You know what I mean? That's why, hey, rest in peace, man. That's why, like, sometimes I just want Jake Phelps to show up out of nowhere and just clown people because he was really good at it. Yeah, he was – dude, you know who else is really good at that, too, man? Is, uh, is Sal was the king at that, oh, you know? Sal, he, dude. He was seriously the king of, like – I got a lot of the uh, video – I got a lot of that stuff from him, man, as, like, a kid, like, uh, you know, like, like doing the contest stuff because he was so funny and quick and, you know, it's like – just like Jake was. And Jake was, like, a different – you know, like, like they were two different comedians. Like, one would be, like – like Sal, would, I would, I would, I would kind of ache him too. Like, you know, like a uh, Robert Townsend. Robert Townsend was very sharp. He was very smart. He was, yeah. I think he was, he was too quick and witty. He was too quick and witty for a lot of black people then, and like just a lot of people. But his humor and everything was very, you know, it was, it was accepted. But I don't think people looked at it. And then you had a guy like Jake, who was more like a George Carlin, loud as fuck dude. That people just like you either like them or you don't, you know. And so I thought, I thought they both had, you know. I, they both did their thing, and I hey, think you know that's what's missing, man. The dope contest, you know, the dope like the dope everything at the contest, not just like one aspect of the contest being dope. You know, it wasn't just like, all right, man, this is a dope course, but shit, man, who's who's that or like who's DJ? It, it was never that, you know, and you can never go back to that. But you you can always see what's missing, you know. Like I go to contest now, I'm like that shit's boring as hell. You know, I'll be looking around like this shit's boring. Just corny. The same course, same bullshit. It's like, dude, let's go back to like jump ramp over the car. Let's have a contest where it's like the real street skaters show up and the real street skaters can provide. Like, like, hey, really quick, what's your best uh, style impersonation? Let me hear it. My best style impersonation? How do you say it? Lance Dog is the best. Who said who, who Sal Barbier was Sal's like, let me think. He's like, How are you talking about like, it? Hey, man. Hey, 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 Clyde, I'm going to need you to call me. Uh, yeah. Got some stuff. And every time he would call me like that, it was like, damn, what did I do? And and that call would happen probably once or twice a week. It was just, I was I was always, I was, I don't know how that dude kept me around, man. Like, <laughs> like I was just, at one point, dude, I was so out of control just thinking back. I'm like. Wow, like, like that's just what makes me give him a little more respect, you know, because he always kind of saw, no matter how terrible I was, I, what, like, I would almost like, I was almost like I was a little brother that that knew that his big, who his big brother was, so I'd do stupid shit, you know, just thinking back now. But he was always, uh, he was always super kind of protective, you know, like he he had always told me one thing that was special that. You know, he was like, hey, man, I don't get rid of guys. He's like, I don't put you on my team to get rid of you. He's like, I don't care. What, and, that, and that kind of shit, but you don't hear people say that kind of shit no more. You know what I mean? Like, people people fickle as hell. They fold on people. And I, honestly, dude, like, I think we were the last team, the last company where the team was together and it, and it, and it opened and shut with the same team. I can't think of another one. Yeah. 
That's sick. Lucero had my back like that. Lucero had my back like that. He knew I was insanely crazy, but he's like, I got this ginger cracker, and, like, he skates, he gets the job done, and, you know, like, uh, I was rad. You know, John kind of got it because he dealt with a lot of freaks, you know. You know what's funny about John, man? You know what's really funny? And um, I never told anyone this. Me and John spoke briefly about uh, me possibly riding for them at one point. Like it was. Uh, Wait, that would have been so sick, dude. Yeah, dude, it was around 2006, and um, I was at the trade show. I think it was right around the time um, I did Minority Report, and I saw him at the trade show, and I was like, hey, man. Like, I was like, yo, yo, and he was like, yo, and like, we talked at the bar for a while. You know, and he, he was like, oh, he's like, I'm. He's like, I'm not opposed to it whatsoever. And I, I went back to I went back to Hollywood and never spoke to him again. I think I just ended up working at Brooklyn Projects or some shit. But uh, yeah, dude, I talked to John about that. Like that's like that's some shit. Like I, I don't think I've ever told a lot of people. You know, I got pulled dude to the side. Like, hey man, what do you think? Like I, I always liked you. I always liked John. He's a great guy, and um, I always had a lot of respect for him just because the way he took care of his guys. And you know, I, I was talking to I was talking to Ron Allen the other day. And I said, and tell me how you feel about this, man. I said, when I when I wrote with guys like, you know, Nottis and Sal, you know, I had street guys as, you know, team managers and just guys that weren't didn't grow up as vert skaters. You know, nothing against vert skaters. Nothing against those guys. But, like, those guys, those guys, yeah, but those guys get it. You get what I'm saying? Like, like, like Lucero and them, they get it. You know, I feel like they, they get it. They're like, they're like, because they're, they're, they've always been kind of ostracized, you know, so they know what it's like for guys to not be in the end click, and they know what it's like to, like, take care of your guys and keep your guys and not rotate them for the cooler guys. You know, I, I just always felt like those dudes had, like, they weren't so they weren't so much business as they were skateboarding, but they were business skateboarding, you know what I'm saying? But they put yeah. skateboarding first, and I always thought that was really cool and, like, you know, what, how, you was John like that with you? You know what I'm saying? John, John was super sick and like just my friend, dude. I didn't really like. I knew of Lucero and what he did, but now that I'm getting older, I find out more history about him, and I'm like, fuck, dude, this dude is insane. You know what I mean? To get to ride for him, like it makes me like, oh man, you know, we got in a little altercation. Like it wasn't even an altercation. It was. John just running out of money and me being a greedy kid and being like, Oh, you know what I mean? Like I need some money to live. And you know, he, him just, John just is very silent and doesn't want to tell you, like be honest. He doesn't, he's not really wants to be honest. He just doesn't want to tell you the truth. He doesn't want to hurt your feelings. You know, yes. like, stand up guy. He's radical, man. And uh, it's just uh, one of those things in your life where you're like, you look back now and you're like, damn, dude, this guy was, like, really good to me. Because when things were good, we were a giant. Dude, I made great cheeseburgers. Dude, we were so greedy at the time. We got 10 boards a month. All right? How many boards do we really need? But we were, like, 10 boards a month, health insurance, like, all kinds of cool shit. You know what I mean? And then go to his house and buys us everything and we just laugh and just, like, act like clowns and you know i would i would love to take a time machine back and be a better person that happens in a lot of life things when you get older you like can I take a time machine back and just 
You know, like, you know, you get older, you get smarter. It's like your parents. Your parents are fucking awesome. You're assholes to them. You know, you get older, you're like, dude. Like, my mother died uh, in 93, and I never had money. And then the older I get, I'm like, dude, I just wish I had time to take my mother on a date now and or take her on a vacation or buy her a car or do something sick, you know? It's like all these altercations in your life, and you grow older, and you're like, dude, if you have a kid and you're like a, a slimy-ass dude, like, good luck, dude. Karma's a bitch. I mean, it. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hear you on that, dude. I am, I am, I'm the president of Team No Kids, and I hope to remain the president of Team No Kids unless I get impeached or something. Because that is some shit, like, I, I'm not against kids, but, like, you know, I, I'm I'm just very fortunate that I did not have kids for the, you know, for the time where I was doing all that crazy shit because, you know, that's a very selfish time. You know, and like, and as you were saying, you know, as you get older, you look at things that even with dealing with your parents, you know, like, man, I did some selfish shit, you know, like, I can't believe I did that. You know, like, I used to break my mom. I was telling somebody the other day, dog, I know you used to do this, too. I broke, one time I, like, broke something. My mom had this real nice, this real nice base. I mean, it was just this ridiculous piece of furniture. And, um, I mean, she, she worked her ass off all. They loved her nice furniture, loved her stuff. And it was all glass and gold. I remember I broke like a duck on it, and then I tried to fix the duck, and it fell and broke something else. So, so what I would I did is I set it up to where the minute she bumped it, it looked like the whole thing fell and broke. And I was thinking back, and I was like, man, you know what? She probably was like, this kid is dumb as hell. Like, <laughs> she's probably looking at it like, and like I'm just like, man, I can't believe I like played my mom's ignorance like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. Like, how could I do that to her? Like, and just thinking back, it's like, like, because you don't appreciate the shit they work for and stuff. You're just like, ah, oh, whatever. You know, like, that's oh, my mom's stuff. Like, it's just, it's just, so it's just like a, it was like some, some gold mallet duck thing. It was ugly as hell, but she loved it. And um, I don't know, man. I just think about, think back on stuff like that. And even like, Dude. even skating some spots, you know what I mean? Like, like, it's like, it's not embarrassing, but some things, you know, like, you know, as you say, you get older, man, and you look back on stuff. And I think as you get older and you skate, you really, uh, you really appreciate a lot of things around you. You know, you appreciate the freedom of skating, but then even the little things. You know, you really become very appreciative. Like you're saying with John, man, you just don't think about that. Like even with Sal, to me, it was like, man, like you know, I always thought I appreciated him, but I look back now, I'm like, he could have did like Homeboy did over at the zoo. You know what I mean? It's just like, dude, the zoo was like, oh, you found the clause of your your contract, got to let you go. I was like, man, you, I was like, man, you've been one of those. You've been one to fire me. You just found a reason, and I gave you one because, uh, you know, like that could have been like that with Sal years ago, and I could have been done, but Sal you know, wasn't like that. You know, I'm that guy that the first chick he banged in like sixteen. Or as Amanda Mercer, I made a son with her called Zachary Harrison Mercer, who that's my son, which is now 27 years old. I was what? that kid. I was that kid that graduated high school with the the, you know, and uh, that was a fucking uh, 
that was a thing, you know. Like I, you know, I like we didn't work out, but I took care of the kid. You know, I made sure the kid got uh, a good life. You know, I made him ride bikes. I made him get on trains and ride bikes. I made him ride over the San Francisco Bridge. I made him like, you know, I was like, for three years I had a bell, dude. It wasn't working out, dude. We're too young. Like, you know, you get your first chick pregnant, you have a kid. I was that dude in high school. You know what I mean? And, Damn. You know, I had to enter the life. And that's like, even going to that contest, my son was born, and I had uh, two weeks to go to that contest in Encinitas. She let me go. Are you Just serious? Like, Are you talking about the NSA finals? Yeah, Encinitas. That goes into the story that we're talking about. So, oh, shit. So I had a kid. You That's know that, man. I mean? Reggie Barnes gave me a job. You know what I mean? I started working at Eastern Skateboard Supply as the manager of Endless Grind. Okay? Um, Reggie Barnes, thank you very much. I uh, appreciate it. Reggie's dope, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He's done, uh, you know. He's rich, but I love him. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. What <laughs> Oh, man. He knows it. I mean, he knows it, dude. You're going to smile right now. Yeah, you got cheeseburgers. Um, <laughs> yeah, you made a lot of great decisions. You got money. That's great. A lot of us didn't yeah. make great decisions. We're fucking sitting exactly. here in the prison. Exactly. But that goes back to, like, you know, I went there um, to that contest, and that, I mean, it even goes deeper before that. Other than the kid, I mean, I can go deep back into the contest, like at Stone Edge, where where you had to wear full pads in the street course. I see that. that, A woman that that took place in between Daytona and uh, Ocala. Which one? Are you talking about Stone Edge? No. What was the one in between Stone Edge and o- Ocala? Ocala? There's a, there's a, oh, you're talking about Altamont? Yeah. Yeah, Badlands. You're talking about Badlands, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. had course, had the, uh, the mini ramp up under the thing right when you walk in, but the street course, do you know it's crazy? That street course is so ahead of its time. Everything was concrete. You know what I mean? They had the fucking, they had the real rail there. Man, that place was so, like, thinking back now, man, that place right now would probably be the best street course ever. And it had, it had the mini ramp, and it had a vert ramp in the back. It had a bowl at one point in the back. Them hey. dudes had it going on. Hey, who, who skated with G-Strings? Steve Drake? No. Comes from Alabama, he did Benny Hanna's, he turned into a very successful skater. But the time Oh, you're talking about Thomas? Are you talking you remember James Thomas used to uh <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I like how you split that in there. Hey, but Jamie I remember Jamie, this is funny. And I remember Jamie from being before Jamie went to SF because I didn't know who Jamie was. And uh, you know, me and Jamie ended up becoming friends, but I had just known it from seeing her a couple of contests. And he would be he'd take his first run, and then he'd do like a naked Benny Hanna or some shit, right? That was like his thing, right? Everyone had their like, you know, back then everyone had like, everyone had. But I remember that shit. I remember. Well, he was, I, 
like, yo, and then and then when he got real, he got like he blew up. And I was like and then I had known him. I went out to Cali and like we had linked up and I'd always been like you know, like I was like, yo, this the one dude, like he wore a shoestring. He'd always wear a shoestring. He'd never he'd always free ball like the end of it like every contest. If he had the end of his second run, he would do uh, he would do a naked behind I'm almost positive that's what his thing was and like everyone had known him for that. No no dick to him, but like it was naked, but he just didn't wear underwear and he had the G string. The, the the belt, like the shoelace belt, but he was sick, dude. He was living in his car going for it. He was chasing his dreams. You know what I mean? Yes, you can't, badass. You can't hate on that, dude. Come from Bama, you know, like, give a dude, props. Dude, dude. dude, no one was like, he wanted it more than anybody back then, you know? So, like, like I said, like, back then it wasn't, like, it wasn't wild to, like, you know what I mean? Like, because like, that was, like, that, like, people don't know, man, the 90s was wild. It was fucking crazy. Like, like that was like some normal shit. Like a lot of shit people used to do at contests. It was kind of like their thing with some wild shit. I remember one dude he's up in Jacksonville. His name was Christian. Christian Gordy. I remember. Um, his mother used to take his leg off. And like the second run, like people would freak the fuck out. He would wear pants at the contest, right? And if he didn't fall, no, no one knew he had a leg. And like everyone knew he had a leg, wouldn't say nothing. So like. His second run, they'll loosen the leg up, and then boom, it'll fall off, man. Everybody start freaking out and shit. He did it. <laughs> so he was doing every contest. And it was like, you guys don't know he's got a fake leg yet? But, like, that was a thing back then. You know, everyone had, like, a thing. So, like, even, it's not even, you know, Jamie just honestly, you know, like, if everyone everyone had a thing back then, Jamie had a thing. But one thing no one can take away from that dude is that dude was thirstier than anybody. Like, he went to Cali. He slept in the car. Like, yeah, he, 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 he sent the – he sent – I, I wouldn't even think – you know how many, uh, you know many sponsorship tapes that dude probably just got laying around so many companies and just – he wanted it, you know? So he 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 wanted it. And, and you can't take that away from nobody. You can't take hard work away from nobody. You can say what you want to, but you can't take hard work away. The first, the first zero video is one of my favorites because he's got Hairball, Mumford, Scotty Kopelman, the crew. But I want to go into a list of NSA contest people. I'm going to go first and you add, all right? Okay, go, go, go. All right, here we go. Brian Drake, Leonard Trivia, Brian Schaefer, Jimmy Marcus, Mike Dare, John Montesi, uh... Fuck, dude. Yeah, I was I was on one. Um, dude, Bear Hughes. Bear Hughes was yes. What was uh, what was the other dude from D Land? D Land, New Road New Deal. Yep. What's his name? You know who it is, dude. You know who it is. You know who else he wrote for? I give you this much. You know who else he wrote for? He wrote for seven seven seven. Oh, that's a bad Remember one. Remember Dave Andrack's company, 777? Yeah. yeah, that was a bad one. He rode for them. Him and, him and Kane rode for them. So I give you that. I get, and he rode for Nuda. But what's his Who's name? Who's that? Say his name. It's Dave Duran. Dave Duran, dude. Yes. Dave Duran was so sick. Dude, Dave All Duren the Air Brothers. So oh, what's the other dude? This is one of my favorite people in life. He wrote for Alien Workshop, and he was... Bo Turner was so Uncle. sick and such a thug, he would knock anyone out. 
Scott Coughlin, Fred Gall. Um, Fred wasn't from Florida. Fred, Fred no, was from the but no, no. I mean, at those contests. Okay, okay. Uh, Man, uh, I, you forget. You're forgetting a lot of people, like from our. You're forgetting a lot of people from like our area. You know what I mean? Like you're forgetting. Like I got one for you, dude. Remember Ozzy Alvarez? Oh my God, that dude was a spaz. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. And then check it out. Hey, I was talking about GWA. All right. Remember, you know who Kid Rock is, right? Obviously, everyone, you know. Yeah, you know, like, like a yeah, Kid Rock had a little midget dude. He used to be on stage with him. Like, he was like a little baby face spitzer looking dude. I forgot what his name. Is. He passed away. I got God bless the dead. The, the little the little Kid Rock dude. I forgot his name, but he used to take him on stage. He looked like he looked like actually. I think he might have been mini me. I don't know, but he looked like a little dude. He, I mean, he was he was a little dude. So Ozzy Alvarez used to have a little dude like that with him. He was like a little dude. He wore like a little leather jacket, but he was like he was like a little, he was like dog. He was like his little sidekick. He was like a little fat dude, and like he looked like Bam Margera, but a little he looked like a little kid Bam Margera. He would always be like. The little punk rock dude next to Ozzy Alvarez. Ozzy, Ozzy Alvarez would come through within every contest, man. Like, he would come to the Exile contest. Remember Exile? No, I wasn't there for Exile, that. Exile was, uh, Exile was a company out of, uh, I believe, Marietta, Georgia, or Macon, Georgia. And, like, they were pretty big early early 90s, late 80s. I remember going to their contest because uh, – I'm sorry? Sorry, I, I I was just I'm going through names and listening to you. I'm like Fred Reeves, Fred Reeves. Now who else is there back there? And so NSA days. I mean, that's Mike Frazier. Um, Mike fucking Frazier. Mike Frazier all day. Um, all those Canadian dudes are coming down too, like Jesse Sorensen, Bill Weiss, Justin Boatman. All them dudes are coming down. Justin right? He, he died. Oh, dude, I got one for you, Shannon May. Shannon was one of the dudes way back in the day. Um, Shannon was so dope. Yeah, Markovich was one of the dudes. Uh, do you remember Reggie Dixon from uh, Louisiana? Yeah, Reg- oh, there we go. Dude, keep him coming. Keep him coming. Dude, Reggie Dixon was the dude. Uh, who else? Who else from back then? I'm, I'm, no, Reggie Dixon was from was he from Houston, Louisiana? I can't remember. But uh, who else from back then? I'm trying to even think. Texas did. Oh, oh, oh! I got one for you, dude. I got one for you. I got one for you. Kip Sumter. Oh, yes, dude. Digging deep. Damn. How about hey, that? Hey, check this out. Guys, if you were listening to this and we leave you out, dude, I love you. I'm sorry I left you out, but Larry Cicilino only has so much brain thought. <laughs> <laughs> we got a good list. Hey, that, was a good, that was a good little thing. That was a good little, like, reminiscence oh, thing right there. Everyone was like, you go to the contest, I don't even remember where I stayed or what I did. I just kind of remember the contest a little bit. I hit my head a couple times. Like, I'm kind of fried, but I'm glad that I actually came up with those names because it yeah. was it was a fucking – dude, Bo Turner was my favorite, to be honest. Like, he would be like – he's like a Sean Jeffy of Florida, dude. He was he was real. Bo did not get like, fucked. Bo has never given a fuck. Bo is, Bo is unapologetically, like, I wouldn't even call him a redneck because he don't like nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, he's, a, he's an equal opportunity hater, which is dope to me. 
You know what I mean? He's like, he's like, I, I, I don't like y'all. I knock all y'all out, and everyone's like, cool. He was seriously, he was Debo before Debo was Debo. Dude, he was a Debo at skateboarding on the East Coast. One thousand percent, he was a Debo at skateboarding. That dude came through. It was like you could almost hear like that Jaws music, like it was like, oh shit, it comes. But you didn't even know what you did wrong. You're like, uh oh man, like you'd be looking around, people checking their pockets and shit. But he wasn't going there. It was like he just had that presence, you know, and he was just one of them dudes that he carried himself like that. He didn't need to, like, scream on people and, like, you know what I mean? He, he didn't need to do all that extra shit. He's just, like, you knew what he was about. He was a cool dude if you knew him, but he was that also. Did, I'm saying that. Yeah, he was also. He, he would knock you. He would knock your fucking teeth out if you didn't know him, too. So, um, you know, all those guys, they were all cool, man. I, back then it was dope that, like, Everybody was, you know, we, like we get, we link up with you guys, and when we come up there, we stay at a, uh, what's that fucking raggedy mall? There's this raggedy mall right there, uh, right off the highway in Winston Salem, and I actually went there not long ago to buy some old camera equipment. They have a thrift store, and um, we used to stay at those hotels. I get those hotels are like crack hotels, or like they've always been drug hotels, and you know, there'd be like ten of us riding up in a van and staying there and sleeping in the parking lot. And, Dog, that'd be wild now. Imagine if you saw, imagine you saw like, like hordes of kids. I'm sorry. Can't forget Brian Howard, Neil Hendricks, South Carolina, North Carolina, Scott Barnes. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, who else from up there? Um, 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 um North Carolina has. North Carolina has. Um, man, you got me really thinking now. Um. Dude, I know I'm you guys got a lot of hurt, dude. In my head, like, this is therapy for my brain, dude. I, like, I mean, dude, how are we, how we, how we honestly going to sit here and have this conversation and leave out BJ? That's wild. Oh, BJ, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, how are we going to not, how are we going to not bring up BJ, man? BJ is oh, my man. Yeah. I'm sorry? Paul Yurick. No, I said when BJ, when uh, I first moved to, uh, when I first moved to Winston, BJ was like my dude, you know, like he would always hold me down and like he would always come through, you know, every once in a while. But he's got a kid and stuff like that. But it's always good to catch up with him, reminisce when I could, and, you know, because there's not that many people around that know that, you know, that they can have even these conversations. These conversations are dope to me, man. Like it's got me all hyped. I want to go out and hey. skate now and shit. Like, <laughs> Who did back tail shove it before anyone on Vert? Um, on Vert? Mike Fraser? Jimmy Marcus. Really? Dude, he did the back tail with the hand down, shove it in. Like guaranteed. I that I saw that live. And I mean Jimmy Marcus is still killing it, dude. He is still a beast on a skateboard. And that's dude, wow. No, like he Fraser. Fraser is like dude, it kills me to watch him. I'm like, dude, you're like like, there's that group of people, like Tony Hawk, Mark Gonzalez, Andrew Reynolds, Eric Costin. They just feel like, dude, like Mike Frazier is the animal of vert skating still. Like, he, there's something about him, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he still loves it, eats it up, and, like, chews it out and still performs. Like, and uh, it's fucking really hard for me i'm like dude i suck dude like this guy is like <laughs> yeah, they're really good at the swing set they, they they love the swing set that's fine like i don't that's not really my goal in life anymore but i want to try again but 
I mean, but them dudes, like, you know, you know what's crazy to me, man? Them dudes, like, them dudes, like, almost, like, you know, some of them dudes, like, 55, and, you know, I'm 55, something going on 60, like, doing inverts, like, that shit is no problem. I'm like, dog, that shit is not easy. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how old you are. Switch people fakies. Like, switch people fakies. He's doing everything, dude. If you look at his Instagram, he is, like, Dude, he's an animal, dude. He's still an, he was an animal then. He's an animal now. You know what I mean? And God bless That's his dope. soul. God bless and his know, soul. It, it, and even skating like that, and like you know what I mean, skating like that. Period. Is uh, it's it's just kind of a. You know what I say? I, I think it's a it's a thing. I, I just can't really explain it, man. It's crazy that those guys are doing those tricks at that age because it's not like you're popping a fucking wheelie on a bike. You know what I'm saying? Like, like an inverse an invert. I don't care what age you learn it, you do it, whatever. It's not an easy trick. You know what I mean? Most dudes, 55, ain't even trying to, like, get down on their hands and knees and look for their glasses. Much less do a fucking invert. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, like, hey, what? I'm too old to skate, man. I can't do it anymore. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i starting to have those excuses. Like, I skate vert, but it might be three foot tall. But, uh, hey. <laughs> hey, but that's just like 15 foot in your head. You're like, bam, I just got way up there. Yeah, I'm no, just psyched to be skating, man. You know, yeah, like, I'm just hyped to be. The thing is with vert skating, the thing is with vert skating is nine with a foot was, like, my favorite thing. Now it's, like, 14 foot, dude. You, oh, crazy out planes going over. We'll let it go. Um, these ramps are, like, 13 or 14 foot tall. You can call your mom collect in, is, is, is a collect call. <laughs> you can call your mom collect in between the tricks because you're like, oh, hold, wait, 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 wait. Boom. All right. All right. Come down. All right, man. Mom, what's up, dude? What are we having for dinner, man? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm doing that shit. I'm like, I'm like, how do you, I'm like, you know what's crazy? I'm like, how do you even practice that? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like it's not like, like, you go to a spot and, like, you try to three-flip over a little curb and some grass for a minute. You're like, dog, if you're doing a three-flip over, like, what, like, the one dude, was it Elliot Sloan or some shit? I was watching that dude shit. I was like, yo, how does that dude even practice? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, or are you that confident? You're just like, yo, man, like, I'm going to try this a couple times. And, like, in the shit without the pads at that. I'm like, dog, I'll be fully padded up, but, like, how do you even try? I don't even get how you practice that. It ain't like you go out front, try heel flip a couple of times, try to pick your heel flip. That shit ain't like that. You know what I mean? You got to climb like two stories up, drop in. You know what I mean? Such a, like, that's a whole, that's a whole. Stairs. Yeah, that's a whole kit. You think I'll be trying to 360 flip like that rolled in three stories? Pretty crazy. That's you know what I mean? Cats are like, that's, that's, that's a whole nother level. I can't, you know, relate, but, I can't relate to, like, the, the normal vert ramp. These guys are going a little crazy for me. I don't – I think it's cool and all, yeah. but I'm like, dude, I don't need a Superman shit skateboarding. I want I want people to skateboard. I want realistic shit. Like, sorry, you're not going to build a Ford $100,000 ramp with a bus on it so you can 5 0 it. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, but, I mean, I hey, thank you. I'm glad you did it. Tony Hawk. You did that trick. Hey, but Tony Hawk is the sickest shit ever. Like, keeps it going. But, uh, dude, that ain't my shit, dude. Like, everybody ain't got Tony Hawk money, and everybody ain't got money to be like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't, 
I can't go to like, you know, we can't go to Monster and be like, yo, man, let me get this 70, 80K to build this ramp. Especially right now, man. Why would it cost more than weed? You know what I'm saying? You could, you, you might as well, you might as well build a ramp out of weed how much plywood costs. You know what I'm saying? But like cats ain't even thinking like that. But, you know, right now it's like, like a lot of that stuff's unattainable. And realistically, you know, I spoke on this the other day. I was like, skateboarding as a whole until street skating came around was, you know, it was kind of an unattainable sport. Like, a lot of cats can't afford a vert ramp or a jump ramp, much less yeah. a skateboard and the pads and the helmet. And so, you know, when, ski, when it became a little more attainable, you know, that's when, uh, you know, a lot of people think that skateboarding, it just went to another phase, you know, as Ron Allen was saying. It went to another phase, and a lot of cats weren't really seeing it. But what the phase it went to is it became more affordable. You know, and, like, the tricks were, the tricks were already there. A lot of them were already there. The imagination to do them on different things weren't there. All the tricks were right there, but you just couldn't – the, the people couldn't take the tricks from the ramp to the street. You know what I mean? Because to them, that was kind of a poor man's land. You know what I mean? They're like, why would I go try that there when I got a perfect – you know, why would I go try that on a bank to ledge or a nice, you know, a, a transition, like transition ditch with a ledge on the top? Like, why would I go do that when I can go escape my boy's backyard ramp? It's perfect. We can sit there and get fucked up. Ain't nobody going to fuck with us. You know, when that shit was, when that shit became attainable, when cats were like, oh, I can go out skating, you're like, that's when it all blew up. So, you know, that, that, that mega ramp shit to me, man, it's just unattainable. You know, I think it's yeah, dope. I, I, I never if you got the like, money to do it, it's dope. But, like, kids looking at that shit, I don't even know how they would be like, man, I want to do that. I'd be like, man, how do you afford that? You know what I'm the neck brace. Hey, you might, hey, I, if I bought a rent that big, I, I'd just straight up just get a wheelchair off the jump. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. i get a wheelchair and a stretcher and just build, I, and just build I, up extra wood. I got no want to do that ever in my life, but I will give it up to the Braddest dude. One of my favorite skaters is Keith Kirchart, dude, the Nose Grab 360 at the end yep. of the American video where he put his part in the last. That was punk rock to me. Because he's like, dude, that's fucking sick. You're psychoing up to do that? God bless you, Eve Garchart. Do you hear this? Thug tap your fucking hand forever. Thank you. That dude is that dude is just like, he was like, seriously, like, he was so great. And it just, and, and like, it, it was almost like, it was just some incredible thing that happened in skateboarding. And it just went, and it was just, it was way, I think it was way too much for people to even grasp. You know, because even some, you know, the best dudes, you know, and, you know, back then, we knew everybody. Everybody was just like, it was an unspoken word, and that dude was a problem. It was like, yo, uh, y'all see that dude heat shit? And the thing was is he wouldn't come out with shit. Like, he was he was so confident in what he did that he, he could put out alone. He, he would skate alone and go out and get shit done by himself, all right? Yep. Every, time, every time I've been to his bar, dude, he hates me. I'm <laughs> fan out, dude. I fan out. Like, I, I, I still fan out on certain people because they're, they're like, you're fucking gnarly. Like, my favorite clip is in that America video. He kick clips that fire hydrant, and he goes down the street, and there's a car, and he's just like, fuck you, dude. Sucka, dude. And it's just like, to me, it just brings joy to my heart because he's just like, uh, dude. Like, there's something about that guy, man. He's badass. Skate him. Ass too, you know, like I like like 
he always skated real fast, you know, but it looked it looked really smooth. You know, like he like it was it's it's crazy, man, to be going that fast and have that much finesse. You know what I'm saying? Like it, like that that's a very that's a talent in itself. You know what I mean? Much less the and then he'll bike across America. Like, you know, he's like, all right, I'm done with skateboarding. I'm going to bike across America. I'm going to canoe to Europe. Like, like the guy's, like, just kind of one of those people that are just fucking born yeah. born to be rad. You know what I mean? And I, exactly. I do, like, I do like, like the Steve McQueen of skateboarding and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was going to be cool no matter what he did. That dude could have been the coolest softball player in the world. Like, he was going to be... He's gonna be dope at something like you know. A lot of people are just going with the gift. And Dude, was... uh, him and Clint Peterson and some people just did the the Grand Canyon River run. You know what I mean? And uh, I talked to Clint a little bit about it. You know Clint Peterson? Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's the kind of shit he takes on now. He's like, ah, yeah, we'll fucking go do this. So I'm like, dope, dude. Like you're a fucking dope individual. You know, you're like. Yeah, maybe I already killed it skateboarding. Now I'm just gonna go see the planet like this in a different um, reign, you know, of society. Hey, really quick before we uh, before we go a little further, we were talking about remember NSA contest. <laughs> Two things about that weekend was that the weekend that we got locked in Jim Gray's room first and foremost. Because there's something else I wanted to add to that story. Okay, yes. All right, you want to go to the? Here's the deal. This is what I remember. Larry Cislino has a little slight thought of it. All right, I got third place in vert, dude. Booyah, fucking, I think I even beat Navarrete, which, Navarrete, I'm sorry, I love you. Thank you for sponsoring me and turning me pro. Um, back to the hill flip on the vert ramp. We went back to his house, and I swear we were with Matt Reason and Ricky Iola. I swear, and even Serge Trudowski. This could be completely wrong. No, that and, sounds that's right. That sounds that sounds about right. Cause we are. I don't know if Ricky rode for. I don't know how he ended no, up no, there. No, no, I just think he was with, with Matt because Matt rode for. Did Matt ride for Agni? Yes, me and Matt. That's how. That's how I knew Matt. Me and Matt were the first love park contest. But continue telling the story. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, I don't know. This is what my scrambled egg of thought comes. We do the contest, and then we go back to his house. We go to his house, and he's like, all right, guys, stay in this room. <laughs> I don't know why we did. I think maybe we just went to bed, dude. It's like I don't know why we were fucking not animal children and didn't, like, fuck shit up. But I think we were just being nice. And uh, Me too. I can't figure that out. You know what I mean? Like, the story's funny. It's really funny. But, I mean, it happened. Uh, he's like, don't come yeah, out. It did happen. We did, he did tell us to stay in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, don't come out of the room. And I don't, don't know why. But I just, like, in, in a way, I, I felt don't like, remember, like. I don't remember if I had to go take a piss or anything. I was just such a, I think I was so fucking kind of like, I'm with all these radical people and I'm doing it. And I just got there. You know, I don't know what the fuck's going on in my brain. But uh, I just know, all I remember is the next day, I think maybe we stayed there for a day, filmed some shit on the mini ramp. I remember asking him, for, I mean, hey, Jim Gray, if you hear this, dude, no hard feelings, but you kind of suck. <laughs> um, like, 
I remember being like, hey, yo, can I get some clothes? And the clothes looked like shit. All right? And they were like, <laughs> and he was like, well, could you pay for half price? And I was like, dude, I'm not, no, I'm not paying you money. They're really expensive to make. And uh, Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Is that happening? Please. If I, yes, if I'm, yes, yes. Yes, if we were asked to pay for clothes. That is one, that's 1,000% correct. We were asked to pay for clothes. Like, like, I do remember. There's a couple, you know, and it's not like, and like, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to clear that up with Jim too. You know, it's not like, like I, I'm. This ain't the come at him or like nothing like that. It's just like us discussing things that happen as kids. Yeah, and, you know, when we were kids, when we were kids, we we were told to stay in the room. And number two, and we were we were asked to buy clothes from the. For I was pro. Uh, I, I no, I wasn't pro at NSA obviously because we went to the finals. But even like around the time I went pro, like I remember going in there and like. I can only get like a pair or two of pants and like something, something, like a couple of boards, and it was like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like I remember going to shoot my, uh, this is crazy. I remember going to shoot my uh, acne. It was like, it was like, all right, man. I got out there, and they're like, we want you to shoot your, your, your pro, your pro ad, and then I'd written for a standard and a Formula One, and Jim had his. This great idea to like one band hey, real, real genius. No, so, yeah, so check this out, dude. So, so Jim had this, Jim had this awesome idea to like, you know, at the time it was great. He was like, dude, you're gonna be the first pro that's ever had three ads in a magazine from the same company, which is true. You know, it's still true to this day. Yeah, I don't know. You know, so I had, I had, I had a two-page spread for the Acme ad. I had uh, a standard trucks ad somewhere a couple pages later, and I had the back cover with Donger. And for Formula One, so and I remember like I think it was like one or two of them photos. Like I went to take a bunch of photos with, with, with Chris, and like that backside photo I posted recently was one of yeah I took a bunch of photos right. So um I remember I didn't even have clothes to go shoot the photos, dude. Like I didn't get shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like like I like I was just like I brought my own clothes out. You know what I mean? I think at one point I had a pair of like acne pants. They look like uh. Like they were like they look they they look like I had like a one pair of acne pants I think they were blue and a pair of acne jeans and if you go back and look at them ads yo I'm probably wearing the hell out of them pants like <laughs> yeah that was bad did you, it was like fresh jive times a thousand of suck dude it was like oh those days I mean, and for me though you know for me I was just like I thought it was cool because you know back then back then yeah, that yeah. wasn't like that was kind of like what was cool for us not for you but for you know, so for me, I was just like, oh, he makes baggy clothes, but then I mean, I noticed everybody else wasn't really rocking, and it was, it was just a weird time back then, man. I remember, um, you know, and like, it ain't nothing to jump, you know what I mean? I just don't think, I don't think, like I was saying earlier, man, I don't think he really had a, he didn't, he didn't really know, you know what I mean? Like, he, he didn't grow up with cats like us, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't around people like us, and, and a lot of times he had a lot of people to handle us, so... You know what I mean? A lot of stuff, it was either, it was in his hands, but it was also out of his hands. And then yeah. it was things that he wasn't really relatable to. You know what I mean? Like us going in there and being like, hey, man, I need this, I need this. He wasn't really relatable to that. You know, and like he had his quote-unquote pro-pro guys. You know, we were just some dudes that are, you know, to pretty much promote the shit and skate the stuff and get in the magazines. And, you know, a lot of things were like that in the 90s, dog. Like we were just, you know, we were basically. Up with advertisements. 
Here's this up before. Yeah, that's literally what we were. We were we were we were walking advertising for a lot of those people, and like you know, we would get like we get some stuff. We and it was cool, you know, back then it was cool to get stuff. But to look back on it, it's like, damn, dog, we got really taken advantage of. You know what I mean? Like, that's some real shit. gut. Because, check this out. This is gnarly. I mean, I filmed a half casual flip on the main ramp. I remember that acne video. We, you know, watch it again. It's, it's funny. It's weird. Marty Jimenez, you still rule. Um, yes. Marty Jimenez still rules. I, I love the jinx. Uh, Ron but, Cameron's dope too, man. Don't forget about Ron. Ron is always you know Ron Cameron. Yeah, but dude, it yeah. was a different age of skateboarding. No one knew how to take care of people. Like we, like so, I was like, yeah, dude. All right, I'm getting home. And uh, I don't know where you went. You maybe went to L.A., but uh, I was like, I gotta go home, dude. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> bus station. And he pulled that line on me where I was like, dude, I got no money. He's like, you have change for a hundred? And I was like, dude, I got no fucking money. So I went across <laughs> the country all Europe on a Greyhound bus for four days, dude. Four days. Which nowadays I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful about that experience because I'm a traveler and I'm like, it was rad to see, but it sucked. That yeah. bus smelled like and like man that shit smelled like i would always tell my friends man like dog i was like that thing smelled like like you know how when you keep like certain foods and tupperware i was like dog it just always smelled like like my friend's mom used to make this this used to like broil this chicken or like like i don't know what like make dumplings with it and she'd keep it in a tupperware thing and every once in a while you'd be going through yeah. the fridge you paper and I swear to fucking God, dude, that thing just smelled like I would live inside one of them Tupperware things. And it was yeah, the worst was... smell. Man, I had, like, I had one big bag of chips. I remember at one point I had one big bag of chips. Um, I think it was, like, a cheap two-liter and something else. And I had, that shit lasted until I got to Texas, dog. And that was, like, like almost like it was almost 40 hours at that point because I didn't get the bullet bus. I had, I had a joint that stopped at every city, every stop. Oh, yeah, me too. Dude, I got. I remember what I had. I had orange. I had an orange, a big bag of chips, and a, and a cheap soda. And I, I made that shit. I remember I would sip on the soda like every four or six hours, eat a little handful of chips, and eat like a quarter of the orange. Like I just remember riding home and being so pissed. And like, but I had to get home. You know what I mean? Like I had to get home because I was like, I couldn't stay out there. I'd run out of places to stay. And back then, being so young. I didn't really know that, uh, you know, that a lot of black folks weren't really in Costa Mesa like that. So I was really running out of places to stay, you know, because a lot of my friends at the time, Mike Judd and all that, they were young. Mike Judd was living with his mom. You know what I mean? And all the other guys were like, you know, they weren't letting us East Coast dudes come out there and stay. Like, we weren't, you know, we weren't we weren't them. So they weren't really seeing us like that yet. So, uh, yeah, man, it was just a different time, you know. And, like, I don't got nothing against Jim. I don't care. No, I was like... God bless them. Thanks for sponsoring me. But God, I'm glad I didn't stay at that company. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Hey, you uh, know what's going on? I went home and quit. I went home and quit. I was just like over it because I, I was just get, I just like like Dogtown went out of business, and I just like, dude, I just went on the gnarliest tour with Waitspire. This is my first tour. Was Waitspire, 
Karma, and Cardiel. All right? Dude, this is how I got introduction to skateboarding. From Atlanta. All right? Atlanta. You, were, were you there? And the NSA finals in Atlanta? Yeah. Well, yeah. Willie, did Willie Santos win? I think Willie won oh, that yeah. year. Willie Santos, Steve Barrett. Yes, Cole he won that year. Almost positive he did. Brian Howard. I mean, dude, shit was going off, dude. But uh, Was that Skate Zone? I, I, I think that was Skate Zone in Atlanta, right? Not to interrupt you. That was Skate Zone in Atlanta, right? Exactly. Okay, cool. That's crazy. I remember that. But Jim Gray, he freaking says, like, I was like, dude, I need some money. And it was like, dude, I went across money. We were like, like shriveling in this bus, like watching decay of civilization, which is actually now great for my brain. But at the time as a child, you're like, this is horrible. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we made it home. Thank God. Jim Gray, like, I, you remember the skateboard book? Tell me the guy did. Who's that? You remember the skate book? Tom and the guy did? He did these things called the skateboard book. No, I didn't see it. Well, whatever. Um, <laughs> autograph signing, and Jim Gray came up, and he's like, yo, we signed this? And I was like, hey, man, thanks for putting me in the Greyhound bus for four days. I really appreciate you. And ask oh, him, wow. Ask him if he's got it at his house. If you, if you hear this, Jim. Please respond to the uh, the podcast and say that's real. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you say the skateboard? Did you say Sean Kleiber or Salman? Salman a guy, but I think uh, the oh, skateboard. That's, 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 so so Salman did the skateboard book and Salman and Kleiber did the skateboard Bible. Is that right? Because you know Kleiber has one. Sean Kleiber has one also. It's called the skateboard Bible. The reason that's I know this is a quote in there. And and it has every skateboard graphic ever. No, up until that, book. up until I think it was 2011 or 2010. Skateboard book, look it up, dude. They were actually really rad publications. I think they did four or five. They were like books, dude, and they were like, they were actually really cool. I think um, can't think of the guy's Man, name. Man, I need to find that. That sounds really fucking dope. Ron, Ron was telling me about a bunch of cool shit, too, a bunch of documentaries, and, you know, I've seemed to miss out on the last couple of years. That's what's going to be cool about doing this, Chet, is, like, like even hearing stuff like that, man, like, I get to get more in tune. Mike, Mike, uh, about- Mike uh, he's a good photographer, really cool guy, man. I really like him. Uh, Mike, uh, Fucking whatever, Mike. Huh? Mike, what's Mike? That dude's back for life. You listen to this, Michael Mealy? Thug tap, baby. Joe Brooke? Thug tap. No, yeah, yeah, I know them dudes, yeah. I know them dudes. No, but it was Mike something, dude. It was a photographer? Was it it the ball dude from, uh, was it uh, Mike Ballard? Mike Ballard, dude. Thank you very much for using your brain. (laughs) <laughs> they did that together and they did a really good job man they were really cool books and it was rad like um, like I, I I had like a 12 page thing in there and it was like they did it really right man it was cool like you're holding a book dude this is a book you know what I mean and it was rad like Solomon's always oh been- I saw that dude I saw that hold on I was in that book 
I guarantee what you're talking what, about. Half cap front, no slide down the handrail, probably. Look, I don't dude, know. I, I, I don't know about that, dude. It probably was. I had, dude, I, I ran that. I ran that joint like I, I don't know. It's just one of them things. Like people be like, "Hey, you want to do this trick?" And I'm like, "Sure." You know what I mean? Like, what else is I gonna like? Oh, you want to shoot that again? Cool. You know, but um, it was hey, weird. Like trick, after hey. a while. That trick is, could you do it again? That trick is amazing, dude. The way you did it with your shoulders, the way you performed that is that you did a good job, kid. Like, Thank you. Thank you. I want to I bring that back on something, man. I've been trying to, you know what you said uh, earlier about about not, uh, about wanting to do another skateboard part? I really want to do a, uh, I really want to do a 47 and 47. I want to have 47 tricks on my 47th birthday. That's oh, like my Odd years are the best. Remember that? Fuck the even years. I hit my head for some reason. Yes. I, have to pump, I have to pump gas. At, everything has to be odd. Like, I have to pump gas at odd numbers. And I'm 46. I'm looking forward to 47 because 46 kind of sucks. Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm kind of like... That, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, in a way, I want to. Did you see Burns? Burns did one, I think, when he turned forty-five or forty-six, and it was cool. It's just cool to watch that, you know, like to watch someone that's just like enjoying themselves at that age, no matter what they're doing. But but since you know, we all, we all love skateboarding. I think it's really cool to see older cats out there and just, you know, what I mean, like it's not so much. It's kind of challenging yourself. It's inspiring, and it's like, but like forty-six. We've been going through COVID. We've gone through this, like, weird, strange uh, times. Like, uh, I'm looking forward to 47. Like, November 29th. So when do you turn 47? November 29th. Oh, wow. I'm August 17th, man. I'm, uh... Damn, you're older? Hey, I'm older than you. That's fucked up. (laughs) Why? Who looks older? So we yeah, like, fucked up, man. David and son, dude. We're like, who looks older? I'm saying I'm out. I'm, I'm already out here looking like Fred Sanford. Sometimes I'm like, man, I got. As a matter of fact, I just went and bought some shit today to shave my head. I'm like, you know, it's not that I'm starting to lose my hair, but I'm just like, I'm like, man, if it ain't there, just let it go. You know what I mean? Like that's how I feel. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna look crazy trying to comb it out, or, or you know, or even like. Even getting hair at this age, I'm just like, you know what, man, just be happy with your health and, you know, with your family and your friends and trying to keep up appearance and trying to, I, I ain't Denzel, dog. I'm, I'm getting I old. Yeah, for you. I got to go for you. I try to pull the flock of seagulls sometimes, just kind of grow it over like the strummer, like put the grease, put the thing over it. But I remember being with Stone and Rhino and I uh, get a clip. The first time I found out about the cupcake holder, and that's what I call my bald spot. Um, <laughs> I remember looking at the clip, and I'm like, what the fuck is that thing? You guys are telling me about it? You know what I mean? It was good, you know? That was like 10 years ago. You know what I mean? They were like, I was thinking about it. I was like, tell Claire to put a hat on, dude. I mean, at that time, you know, I don't care now. I'm like, age is like, I'm like, yo, I'm fucking ready to wear this fucking, wear this wealth to uh, whatever. Yeah. I 
absorb it. You know what I mean? So before we get out of here, man, um, what do you, what do you, what do you got going on these days? You still doing stuff with heroin, or what's up with that? Yeah, yeah, I still run for heroin. Um, um, just trying to figure out the next things in life, man, which is like kind of strange, you know, like my career lasted so long and, you know, like I just make a, a lot of weird art and just, I just kind of look at the world. I, I think too much, you know, and that's the problem with me, you know, like when you think too much or, you know, you know, the problem is, you know, too much, you think too much. It really gets injected in your system, you know, like, um, um, it really inflects your system, you know, you're like, dude, I'm a weirdo, you know, like, you know, like going skating and going to places, like you said, you like to skate alone. I like to go out in the morning early, but, uh, I don't know. What other questions you got? I mean, I'm just seeing what you've been up to, and, uh, you know, I'm obviously we're going to get you back on. Well, I told you this wouldn't be that hard, man. It's just, what's that? I just make it, I I wake up every day at 6 a.m. I'm projected to draw a picture every morning because it's called anger management. I had to go to anger management because I got in some trouble for some weird shit. That's good. Better than going to jail. The lady at anger management was like, you should draw a picture every day. And I was like, excuse me, lady, I've been doing that every day of my life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thanks. But uh, I went to a therapist, and uh, the therapist was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to therapy. All right, let's go. And then it got to a point where I was like, hey, man, have you ever dropped in a 20-foot bank? Yeah. No, I asked the therapist. Oh. I asked the therapist. I was like, dude, because my ex-girlfriend, who's a very sweetheart, I love her, Sandy Prado, we'll give her props, um, wanted me to go to therapy, and I went to therapy, and I tried it, dude. But then I was like, dude, this shit, you're too punk rock for that. It's like, dude... I can't relate to people that, like, aren't on the same level. Like, have you ever ollied off a bridge into a Twiva bank and died? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, like, what are you telling me about my uh, symptoms of anything? Like, I don't, I can't yeah, really. Yeah, we don't relate. You know what I mean? We don't relate. Clyde, I was there in, uh, I was there in Copenhagen. No, where we were in the Czech Republic. Yeah. In Prague? Yeah. Yeah, you got broke off. Larry broke off. Yeah, I got broke off. I'm glad you're alive. Thank you, man. Yeah, that was uh that was kinda scary. I'm still convinced Rob was pissed me, but that's a whole nother thing, you know. I'm glad you're still alive. I'm, I'm uh, it was great to see you when I was down in you know, when I was down in Wilmington recently. I didn't really expect to go. That was an unexpected trip. So it's always good to see, you know, it's always good to see old friends. And it's always good to see, like, familiar faces when you're out of town, especially nowadays, you know, with everything fucking going on. You know, cats don't know how to act. And, you know, you, a lot of people lose a lot of friends over words and views and 
shit like that, you know. So it's always it's always a pleasure to see an old friend. Man, we know each other thirty years, dude. You know, almost thirty years. It's a long time, dude. You know no, what I'm saying? Friends, I was like, dude, this phone call might last four hours because like the stories, like, I mean, we didn't even break into the ice. Like, we didn't even go into like, dude. There's so many stories that's like that we can go into, but it's like, I'm glad. yeah, you know back on you know we can always want to get you back on and you know i just wanted to be a thing where everyone can come and you know we can come and talk you can chat you ain't gotta you don't gotta blow yourself up you don't gotta diss people you know you just come and chat like this this is a dope conversation to me this is exactly what i wanted to do you know and i hope this is something i hope you feel comfortable with it i thought i thought it was dope man this is you know i'm gonna you're gonna probably gonna be the second episode a lot of people are interested in just hearing your voice and, like, you know, a lot of things you got to say, so a lot of people are interested in you coming back on. I'd love for you to come back on. You know, you'll, you'll be back, man. This is it's going to be like a radio station, you know. Uh, it'll be something everyone can always check in or, you know, I see you on the road with talk some shit or something. And I you think know it's what? cool. It's been therapy for me, man, because of hitting my head so many times and having this discussion with you. It brought up all these names and, like, these uh, – I do – these times, you know, like, um, it really, like, it helps me, you know, it's like, uh, I should, I should pay you for therapy. So I went to therapy, <laughs> you know, I, I went to Clyde and it was sick, dude. We recorded it live, dude. I've been doing since, man. It'd be worth it. Well, let's get up on uh, next time I'm down there, man. I got a, you know, I'm doing my, caretaking thing. I got to make the ladies some food tonight. I'm trying to stay on my little program, you know, like keep the place up, keep the place up tight, make some food, you know, keep me creative making food and, you know, I could make some podcasts and stuff. You know, this is, it's therapy for me, man. You know, I got a lot going on right now. So, you know, just talking to you, it just seemed like I like, you know, I get to let everything go and just get to sit back and talk to a homie and, you know, it puts me, it puts me in a good mental spot. You know, so this is therapy for both of us, man, and I, I thank you very much for your time. It's, I appreciate it. You know, a lot of people a lot of people aren't aren't open to doing this kind of stuff and look at you. You are a nervous man. You just came and knocked it off the park, dude. Like you might as well let's just wrap this up before we even go any further. Hey, bro. let me do the list. Let me do the list so I can leave. Yeah, go ahead. Say what you gotta say. Go for it. Rosa Lee Wilder. Brian Schultz. Huh? Who? What'd you say? That's my mother. I'm going through the list. Like, in bed when I can't sleep, I go through the list of all my friends that I've lost. And I want to them, so hopefully this frequency will go to them. Thank you, bro. That's, wow. You ready? Rosalie Walker. Tim Brosh. Brian Childress. Dave Tuck, Mark Hubbard, Jake Phelps, Joe Hamaki. I'm going to leave somebody out, dude, but I, I just want this frequency. If there's a frequency that would go to them in heaven and they would hear me say their name, because they are really badass people in my life. Dude, there's more. There's more. I'm just Larry Sizzling, you know. 
Let's call it. You're good, man. You're good. Let's just let's drop it on that, man. So you know, you know, I want to thank you again. You know, straight up, man. I, I really, really, I appreciate, I appreciate you. A lot of people, like I said, a lot of people don't like to sit down. Don't even like to talk. So I thank you very much for your time. And let's connect, man. I'm about to be out in Virginia in a couple of weeks doing a contest, and I may go down to Kill Devil Hills. So I'll let you know. You know, we can link up, go skate, whatever, hang out, and come stay at the stay at the place with us. We do, and you know, we'll link up for sure, man. Dude, I, there's somebody I left out, man. Uh, I love you, Clyde, man. Mark thanks, Waters. Like, thanks for showing up. Mark, Waters. Mark Waters, dude. The list, like, we lost so many soldiers, dude. And it's we like, did, man. It, it, it kind of drives me insane, you know. Remember that world? The older you get, people die. Uh, fucking love your friends. Love your family. Make sure you have Freaking thug tap everyone because you don't know when they're gone. Love you. I love you too, Chad. I'll speak to you soon, all right, brother? Later. Peace, man. Later.